Welcome to Fearless Mom, our end of semester Christmas brunch. Merry Christmas! I just love it so much. And I hope that you love it as much as we do. Um, To our online moms, we hope that you are celebrating at home, and we hope that you feel a part of our celebration here. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. Now, what I'm about to say may upset some of you, and so I feel like I should start with a word of prayer just to get us all on the same page. So will you bow your heads with me? God, I thank you so much for technology. I thank you for smart people who figured out technology so that we can reach moms wherever they are. I thank you, God, for this space here where we can gather in Austin to encourage each other and to remind each other that we are not alone. Holy Spirit, I ask right now that you do something only you can do, that you take these words, that you take the scripture, and you touch every heart of every mom listening, watching, or in this room. We thank you, God, for being so big that we know we can always count on you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. What I'm about to tell you is a pretty big deal to some of you probably, but it's not a big deal to me. And so I'm just going to get that off the table. Brace yourselves. I don't do Christmas cards. I love getting Christmas cards. I did Christmas cards like twice. One time one turned into a Happy New Year card. One time I waited so long that it turned into a Happy Chinese New Year card. It was like in February or March. I had to look it up to make up a holiday. It's just not my thing. You know, I tried. I love getting Christmas cards, but I don't send them. Now, what I'm about to tell you next may upset you even more, but I'm okay with that. You see... My husband is a pastor, and so Christmas Eve for us is pretty busy. It's a work day for us. And um, so on the 23rd and the 24th, he does multiple services. And so by the time the 25th gets here, uh, he's pretty much a zombie. And so I knew that he wanted to participate in Christmas morning. And so years ago, I emailed Santa because, believe it or not, I do have his email address. I'll be happy to share it with you. But... I emailed Santa, and I said, Santa, um, you know, our season is rather busy, and so I'm going to ask you if it's possible for you to come a little early. And so Santa, in our home for the last several years, surprises our children and comes on a day, maybe the 20th, maybe the 21st or the 22nd, I get to decide because I take responsibility for my home and I have Santa's email address. And P.S., I also have the Easter bunnies. (laughs) But um, when I email Santa, you see, I talk to Mac and I ask him when his first service is and when would be the best day that we can celebrate it as a family, a day when he will be awake enough to enjoy it and participate in the day. And so what we did is we chose a day that was best for our family because I'm the mom, I'm the culture keeper of our home, and I determine when and where we celebrate. On one hand, it's a weighty responsibility. On the other hand, it's pretty awesome because I can never claim that I am a victim of anyone else's schedule. If you stop and think about it, I'm not a victim of my in-laws or my parents. I choose. I choose. Mac and I choose together. And so it actually opened up a whole new world. You know why? I'm going to be real honest. I love Christmas. 
missed so much. And I was not enjoying it. You see, I love the magic and the wonder of Christmas. But you know what was happening in our home? The magic and the wonder had become migraines and warfare. I mean, I was sick Christmas Eve. I was exhausted Christmas morning. I was trying to meet everybody's expectations. I was trying to do every party, do every gift, see every relative. every, And it was just too much for me. I did not have that capacity. Our family did not have that capacity. So Mac and I got together and we said, you know what? We're in charge. We get to make these decisions. We take full responsibility for what goes on in our home. And we took charge of Christmas. We took charge of Christmas. Turn to your neighbor and say, take charge of your Christmas. Oh, you guys, you're wanting to. I feel it. Online moms, I hope you felt that mm -hmm, angst. That's right. I felt it too. Turn to your other neighbor, your second favorite, and say, take charge of your Christmas. Because if we're not careful, if we're not intentional, which we as fearless moms are always careful and intentional, but if we're not, we can allow our holiday to be hijacked. And I love Christmas so much, I will not allow it. You know, sometimes people get a bad rap for being stubborn. And I say, just be stubborn about the right things. I think another word for stubborn is perseverance. You just get, you know, that tenacity about the right things. And be careful and be intentional and do not allow your holiday to be hijacked. And sometimes I have to grit my teeth because, you know, you've got to decide we're going to do it because the truth is you don't control everything. Oh, did I rock your world? Some of you, that was a little upsetting, I know. It took me a long while to understand it too. But you don't control everything. But there are some actions you can take and choices you can make to control what you can, to set yourself up, to set your marriage up, to set your family up for the best holiday possible. For crying out loud, people, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And so do not look back in January and go, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Oh, no, we are going to be intentional. We will not let this holiday get hijacked. And so I'm going to talk about a couple of things that uh, can hijack your holiday. This is a no-brainer, busyness. Busyness can hijack your holiday. The errands, the parties, um, making your to-do list and checking it twice. I don't know if you're like me. I put things on my to-do list I've already done so that I can mark them off and feel better about myself. But my to-do list can get really, really long. Well, some of that stuff, what you have to do is talk to your family and go, what has to be done? What has to be done? Let's do that. All this other, does it have to be done? Prioritize. And don't panic, but prioritize. Busyness. The second one is family drama. Oh, yeah, you can't respond. Maybe you're sitting next to family. This is awkward. But family drama can hijack your holidays. If you missed it, I'm going to be honest. I was here for Deborah's lecture on family drama. I will watch it again before Christmas. I will watch it again, and I will watch it again the next time I gather with my family, and I will watch it again. It's that good. She shifts your perspective when you think about your family, and I highly, highly recommend it. There's nothing I could add to it. So when it comes to family drama, don't let it hijack your holiday. Go in prepared. Watch her video. She gives you practical examples. Go to fearlessmom.com and watch for that video on um, family around the holidays. Now, the next one I think is where most of us linger unmet expectations 
I'm going to say if you have a new child or if you have never discussed this with your husband, expectations, I would encourage a conversation. I would encourage you saying, you know what, this is what I see on Christmas morning. I want to make sure we're on the same page here. Because if you don't do what I think you're going to do, then it can be ugly the rest of the day. And so I would highly encourage you, articulate it, say it, talk about it. What do you expect on Christmas Day? Talk about that. Involve your um, husband in the process. Involve your family. Involve your mother-in-law. Involve your father-in-law. Involve your parents. Talk to them. What do you see? Let's all get on the same page. So it's their expectations, getting them on the same page. But then also, I think probably what we fight... um, Um, maybe more than anything else is our own pressure that we put on ourselves, our own expectations of the holidays. And um, I can tell you from experience that um, many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord purpose prevails. And nowhere is that truer than when you try to plan and script a Christmas morning. Um, My mother thought Christmas was getting too materialistic, so she wanted to work in Jesus there, wanted to make sure that all the kids knew that's what it was really about. And bless her heart, she just planned this beautiful, thing that my dad would read the Christmas story and he does read it every year but the kids are like "Uh uh-huh 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 okay okay and now we're done great okay thank you and then we moved on and so we've had to change it a little bit but she had great expectations that um and and she she was smart to put it into place but the first year it didn't quite pan out how she thought it was going to so she didn't give up on that tradition she just modified and now we've got it in the schedule the Christmas morning schedule, where um, everyone can pay attention. So set your expectations. Uh, There are two things you have to fight when you're talking about expectations. Comparison, we all know that one. Um, when you look on social media and everybody, every kid, you know, wearing matching pajamas, I'm happy for them. My kids are half naked, you know. I I mean, I'm doing the best I can. Joe, can you find the pants from last year? Put them on, you know. Doing the best we can. I I love matching pajamas, and we celebrate. What do we say? We know we're content with our capacity when we can celebrate someone with more capacity and when we have compassion for someone with less capacity. And so we celebrate those people. Go get them. Maybe you can plan my Christmas. (laughs) Try to hire her for next year, you know. But um, comparison and then perfection. If you have scripted in your head the perfect Christmas, the perfect meal, the perfect... Um, Christmas morning, you know, I've told y'all about that day when the Christmas morning when Emily came out and, oh, I had, you know, I talked to Santa and we had arranged everything to be just right and she came out and she sized everything up and said, I asked for a Barbie watch. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, don't let your father hear that. Look at the basket Um, (laughs) on the new bicycle. But, uh, you know, I I knew our our, um, Christmas morning was going to go downhill very fast. And so, um, you know, it didn't go just as I had scripted. And so it takes years to get in a rhythm. If you're trying to get in a rhythm with in-laws and where your family celebrates together and that perfect Christmas, you know, it takes a long time and I'm not sure you'll ever reach it. And so bring your expectations down just a little bit. Um, because I think that really the heart of that is just misplaced focus. It's just misplaced focus. See, we're focusing on everything around Christmas instead of what it's actually about. Um, 
So what we want to do is we have been talking about emotional strength all semester. So we want to go into our holiday strong. We want to go into our holiday armed. We want to go into our holiday with intentionality. And so we want to go into our holiday knowing that no matter what happens, I am hashtag fearless anyway. Let's say it together. Hashtag Because, you know what, things may not go just as planned. Because, I don't know if you've had this experience, but, you know, half my Christmas tree lights go out just as people are walking in the front door for dinner. They've been lit for weeks now. And no, they go out just as the company is coming over. But, you know what, I look at my tree and I choose to be hashtag Maybe you have planned this wonderful neighborhood gingerbread party, you know, gingerbread house decorating party, and your gingerbread house decorating party turns into a food fight. And so you must choose to be hashtag. Perhaps you're scrolling through Instagram and and you're noticing all these families where their children are clean and well coiffed. I always envy those people who kids comb their hair, you know, and, and they were clean and matching pajamas and smiling and hugging each other. And as you're scrolling, you can hear your children in the other room screaming at each other. And you're thinking, you know what? I will not let my holiday get hijacked. I am going to be hashtag. It's a choice we make. Perhaps your husband, he misses all of your subtle hints. And he purchases a vacuum cleaner for you for Christmas, (laughs) which you then interpret as his giving you a hint. And it just goes downhill from there. Well, you open that vacuum cleaner. You look your husband in the eye and you, I love you, and I choose to be hashtag. Maybe that Amazon package doesn't arrive in 24 hours like they promised it would. And your mother-in-law shows up, and you have no gift for her. You know what? Mother-in-law, it's coming. It's coming. It'll be here in the next week or so. But together, Mom, let's choose to be hashtag. You see, because it is a choice. If your family dinner with extended family evolves into a discussion about the only thing that is more awkward than politics, and that is the discipline of your children. Uh huh. A family discussion about how your children are behaving. That's right. You just, you know what? Hashtag, I am pure. Anyway, help me, because we need to remind each other. Hashtag, you are. As a matter of fact, we're going to ask you, online moms too, share your hashtag fearless anyway stories so that we can encourage each other. Take a picture of that kid running around with a diaper while the whole family sits in front of the tree for the picture. That's right. Hashtag fearless anyway. Take a picture of the Christmas tree. You know, there was a year that I waited Weeks for the limbs to fall. You know how you get a live tree? Never fell. Mm -mm, Never fell. That tree, Mac had to literally attach the tree to the wall with fishing line. And so there was no way to decorate it. So you know what? I, I didn't know any better. I just chose to be hashtag fearless anyway. It is a choice. Take those pictures. Share them. Remind us that we're not alone. Everybody has had those moments. But 
if you're going to be hashtag fearless anyway, you're going to have to take responsibility for your holiday. You take responsibility for your holiday. I'm not a victim of my family. I'm not a victim of my husband's choices or his job. We as a family can choose to be fearless anyway. We can choose to fix our focus on the story and not the stuff. That's the secret. Change your focus. When you're focused on perfection, when you're focused on the picture, when you're focused on the perfect decorations, when you're focused on getting dinner just right. I love dinner just right. That's why I order for somebody else to bring it over. But I, I, I love that. And if you cook, man, awesome. Invite me over. I celebrate your capacity. I love that. But don't let it hijack your holiday. If washing dishes is going to hijack your holiday, choose paper plates. You are in control. But my mother-in-law or my mother, hey, if it's your house, you, you get to make some decisions. And so respectfully, with honor, you can make those changes. Be, take responsibility for your holiday. Fix your focus on the story, not the stuff. And I'm not against presents. I'm not talking about stuff like presents. I'm talking about all the stuff that surrounds it. I'm talking about making, you know, those of us who worry about getting everything just right for the guests to come over. Well, just right. Guess what? If you come over to my house, odds are it's not going to be just right. It may look okay, but if you drop anything sticky, it's probably going to be covered with dog hair. You know, and so, and that, you know what, instead of just right, you know what our theory is? Close enough. Uh Uh-huh. Close enough. Yeah. Are are you grossed out yet? You know, we we try. My my sweet in-laws, they are so patient with me and so gracious. When I know half the time they're like, this is icky. But they they don't say it, you know, and that's just our home. And so replace perfect, you know, with close enough. And so you take control of your holiday because if you're not careful, you'll look back in January and say woulda, shoulda, coulda and we don't want to be there fix your focus on the story of Christmas not the stuff that surrounds it fix your focus on the story actually take a moment and read the story with your family and talk about it and so you can read the story you can involve the kids in picking out the presents hey this is a little secret if you've got somebody you've got little kids and you've got somebody that you don't know what to get for them let your kids pick it out and then you go, he chose these Skittles for you. <laughs> yeah, I did that one time to my father-in-law. I could not think of anything. Joseph picked out Skittles. I'm like, great, wrap them up. And then I, I'm like, oh, look. And it was great. I mean, you involve your children. It actually takes a lot of the pressure off. And um, do the best you can to simplify your schedule. Look at what is really necessary. And then if it's not necessary, put it on the maybe list. And don't feel guilty about it. Your responsibility is to make it through this holiday without killing somebody. And so maybe you could even raise it a little higher, raise the bar a little higher, and get through the holiday celebrating with peace and joy. And so don't let anything hijack your holiday. Focus on the story, not the stuff. I'm going to end with this verse. Those who trust, everybody say trust. Trust. Those who trust in the Lord will find, not Maybe can will find new strength. 
They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. We have studied this verse all semester. Remember it as you enter the holidays. You are strong enough to take control of your family. You are strong enough to enjoy the holidays. You are strong enough to be responsible for the atmosphere in your home. There are choices you can make and actions you can take to be sure that no one and nothing hijacks your holiday. That no matter what happens, you can choose to be hashtag, say it with me, anyway. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this holiday. We thank you for being such a big God. We thank you, God, for sending Jesus. God, help us to focus on the story. Help us remember in the midst of the chaos that it is you who we are celebrating. Jesus, be real to us. Show us when our focus goes to the stuff and nudge us, remind us to fix our focus on you. Because you promised, God, if we trust in you, you will give us the strength. We celebrate Christmas, Jesus, because we celebrate you, because we are grateful that we can choose to live life fearless anyway because of your strength. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.